Come on, come all, come gather round. Come hear tales both lost and found. Grab yourself a drink with a splash of lime. It's David and Michael's story time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Storytime. I'm Michael Santel. And I'm David Miller. I was going to introduce you. I was going to say, to my left, the handsome young boy. Sometimes we introduce ourselves, and sometimes you decide to do all of it. I just sometimes <laughs> want to do all of it. Today I'm doing all of it, though. Yeah. I have a fun fairy tale Great. for you. I see that we have the Grim Brother book. Uh-huh, uh-huh, with my little red little, little sash, sash in there. I love, I love my sash. Yeah. Uh, Today's story is called The King's Son Who Feared Nothing. Oh, good. We're going back to a king's son. Great, great. I don't know why they're not called princes, but they are king sons. Be. You know, and it's, it's weird. In all these old stories, especially like in going through the Greek myths and like in the Bible stories and stuff, uh, there's like a thousand million kings. A lot of kings. Right? Like everyone mm-hmm. is a fucking king of what, like, oh, there's. Then four kings showed up on their horses. And it's like, are they kings or are they just rich guys? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I there's a rich guy element to it. I also feel like it's like like the um like a like a like you're the cul-de-sac you grew up on. Whoever like the guy the who king like, of that neighborhood. Yeah, it's just like little pockets of kingdoms. See, and but stuff I feel like, like the cul-de-sac of the neighborhood, all the houses are about the same value, right? So if you see like those four houses in the yeah, but there's the one guy's dad who has a Tesla, and there's no way he should have a Tesla. But, they, but then that's just the richest king. The everyone in that cul-de-sac is probably like like if the four men from those houses were to travel together, they'd be the four kings from the cul-de-sac. Maybe they might all you just know? be kings. We I, might all just be kings of our own castle. I just don't. I just I, I feel like the word king is getting thrown around real fast and loose. I think it's. I absolutely agree with you. Uh, if you were to make some predictions on the king's son who feared nothing, yeah. what do you think is going to happen in this one? He comes line? from a long line of cowards. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, uh, there's, he's going to end up uh, squaring off in some capacity against, like, the devil or, like, it's probably the devil. It's the Grimm's brother, so in, in, instead of being some random dark thing, it's going to be the devil. Uh, no, I'm not going to say whether neither that's confirming right, or denied, yeah. neither confirmed or denied, but it is crazy that so often it's just the devil. Well, yeah, this is, this is, I mean, when were these written? On like the... 18 something, the yeah, late 1800s? So, you know, that's, that's prime, that's prime God talk time. Yeah, you know? uh, absolutely, we're in God talk times. Good, good Christian folk. Time. Uh, so that's uh, 1800s. Yeah. Of course, were real literature. I never read. I never saw this. Part <laughs> you didn't read this. Actual Lies and ties of Jacob and Will. Girl, uh, I know. might have to read this introduction. <laughs> I might have to have some actual knowledge for it. <laughs> well, this was written in 2011, but right. I don't okay. think that's so, the yeah. stories. Based on the 1884 translation, 1857. Okay, gotcha. great. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's prime devil time. Devil know? time. Absolutely. Devil time. Okay, so he's gonna. Let's see. There's the these long line of cowards. Yep. Gonna fight the devil. Yep. Uh, and then I gotta have my long shot prediction. Yeah. Uh, my long shot prediction is that um, he uh, he like gets around one of his the trials or obstacles that he's got to like not be afraid through or okay. whatever the fuck. Um. Uh. And he's gonna do it using like a really common household item. <laughs> Like a, yeah, like yeah. a thimble, yeah, or like a, a broom, yeah, or like a, a handful of peas, yeah, or something, yeah. you know. Like, well, I, I, I never thought about it before, but many household items are just weapons that just need to be sharpened. Well, I mean, yeah, your bottle—that's a weapon. I could kill you with this right now. You could kill me. <laughs> we have a fire lit. You could like burn me over. I, it, it would, no, the kettle would go out before I would be able to. Get well, you might be able to do it. It's possible if the if the burn if the fire went if it blazed hot enough. One of these days, we'll see. Okay, great. <laughs> 
Right, let's get to it. Great. The the rich man's son. <laughs> That's not what it's called. It's called The King's Son Who Feared Nothing. Yeah. So this is a story about a man with no fear, a.k.a. Daredevil. Oh, okay. nice. What other similarities will he have to Daredevil? That's what you would like. That's what. <laughs> that's what he's it would. Blind. That's what it would he's ask Catholic. you. Yeah, that's what it would ask you at the beginning of your children's reader, and you would have to like keep an ear out for those ones. His dad was an underground prize fighter who threw matches, but then grew a conscience and was killed for it. Stop spoiling the story. <laughs> there once was a king's son who was no longer content to stay at home in his father's house, and as he had no fear of anything, he thought. I will go forth into the wide world. There the time will not seem long to me, and I shall see wonders enough. So like all young men, he's got no fear, and he's getting the fuck out of dad's house. What I love about, like, old stories is they don't feel the pressure to have to give the character a reason for the way that they are. Nothing. None at all. Not that, like, like, inciting incident, nothing. Every story that we have now, there's always an episode where you see the origin of, oh, why are they so anxious why do they have why do they have a pathological like no fear thing going on nothing no and it's just be, it's because of this thing that happened when they were five or yeah, whatever he could be actually very sick in his yeah. head like one of my be... predictions was gonna be like oh it just turns out he's just, like a sociopath yeah. but, 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 <laughs> he might be a sociopath but, but and all of those things don't mean no fear i'm just using terms probably incorrectly many of these stories <laughs> i don't know i i don't remember the end of this one we'll discover it together but many of them just like kill people willy-nilly yeah. and then never feel guilt or remorse well, well, we've or... talked about how like yeah. back then death was just a much more common thing. It was the sweet release that everyone needed. <laughs> Still is. So he took the so he took leave of his parents and went forth and on from uh, from morning till night and whichever way his path led it was the same to him. Just it doesn't matter where I go. Just started walking. Yeah. Feet don't fail me now. Feet <laughs> don't fail me now. How do like, you decide where to go? Well, yeah. when I get somewhere, I just. Pick a direction and yeah. there. <laughs> Terrible navigation skills, but he's got no fear. Yeah. It came to pass that he got to the house of a giant, and he was so tired he sat down by the door and rested. Good. Like a homeless person. And <laughs> as he let his eyes roam here and there, he saw the giant's playthings lying in the yard. Interesting. These were a couple of enormous balls and nine pins as tall as a man. <laughs> Lots of big balls, David. The giant's oh, balls and his playthings were a, a set of big balls. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're like bowling balls. Right, and you said nine pins? The size of a man. Oh. After a while, he had a fancy to set the nine pins up and then roll the balls at them. Great. And screamed and cried out when the nine pins fell and had a merry time of it. <laughs> <laughs> and thus he invented bowling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like that. I know what they mean by scream, by like being like, like he's like, ha But I love the idea that he's just throwing balls and being like, ah! He's like, just <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs. It's a cathartic release. It's a very cathartic release. <laughs> uh, sometimes when uh, Sierra is waking up, She'll go, hey, just be quiet, okay? And I go, no problem. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do my scream stretches. And I go, I put my arms in the air. I go, ah! I'm on a rack or something like that. She hates it. We're back. The giant heard the noises of a screaming man outside, (laughs) stretched his head out the window, and saw a man who was not taller than another man, and yet played with the nine pins. I'm I'm sorry. He, a man who is not taller than another man? Yes. This is the shortest man in the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, their words not mine. I know, I know. Little worm, cried he, why are you playing with my balls? Who gave you the strength to do it? I mean, they are giant balls. God, you would have to be very strong to play with those balls. <sighs> the, 
the king's son lo- i didn't know if i was the king son. i didn't know if i was the narrator or the giant again <laughs> the king's son looked up saw the giant and said oh you blockhead you think indeed that only you have strong arms i can do everything i want to do wow the giant came down and watched the bowling with great uh ad- admiration and said child of man oh i think he's a nephilim david david oh, i think right. he's a nephilim okay. david he's talking about the child of sure, man sure uh, I'm sorry, could you just real quick, how did he view uh, the king's son's activities? The giant came down and watched the bowling with great admiration. <laughs> admiration. Admiration. <laughs> Fuck you, David. <laughs> it said, child of man, if you are one of a kind, go and bring me the apple of the tree of life. Mm. What do you want with it, said the king's son. I do not want the apple for myself, answered the giant, but I have betrothed uh, uh, betrothed bride who wishes for it. I have traveled far around the world and cannot find the tree. I will soon find it, said the king's son, and I do not know what is to prevent me from getting the apple down. The giant said, you really believe it's so easy? The garden in which the tree stands is surrounded by iron railing, and in front of the railing lie wild beasts, each each close to the other, and they keep watch and let no man go in. I think if he knows all this about it, how does he not know where it is? Great question. It sounds like he's a liar. Yeah. Also, the Bible never talked about any of these things around the tree. It's been upgraded since. They then. added barbed wire. That's crazy. <laughs> and like guard dogs. I guess. Uh. Has anyone ever just straight up offered you a quest? Like, have you ever gotten a side quest in real life? You no, know what I mean? I, I like, was, I was, I'm playing a video game right now, and I was bitching about fucking quests, <laughs> fetch quests, and like the idea. I mean, is it technically work a fetch quest? Like you do, like <laughs> it's a grind. Yeah, like you show up and they're like, David, do the daily numbers, and you're like, yeah. all right, and then they pay you, and you're like, reward, great, and yeah. you go home. Yeah. No, I've never been on the side it's of the like road. Every story is always like, this man was like, I need this to happen. Go get it for me. Yeah. And the person's like, yeah, no problem. And at no point is anyone like, what is the economy? Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. It's magic. It's magic sauce. Magic. They will be sure to let me in. Oh, wait. They will sure to let me in, said the king's <laughs> son. Thing, I didn't know who was Yes, speaking. but even if you don't get into the garden and see the apple hanging to the tree, it is still not yours. A ring hangs in front of it. Though uh, through which anyone who wants to reach the apple and break it off must put his hands, and no one has yet had the luck to do it. Wait, what? There's a ring in front of the apple. There's a ring in front of the apple, and you have to put your arm in to grab the apple, and no man has been able to do that. Is that just because no man has been able to get into the garden? Great question. I think that's what it is. Okay, all right. The luck will be mine, said the king's son. Then he took leave uh, of the giant and went forth over the mountain and valley and through the plains and forests until at length he came to the wondrous garden. So it's just past a mountain, past a valley, through the plains, over a forest. The giant has searched everywhere and cannot find it. He's a lucky boy. Describes it perfectly. Yeah. And then this guy finds it first try. Yeah. Something's fishy here. He's a very lucky boy. All right. The beasts lay, ar- uh, lay around about it, but they... Uh, but they had put their heads down and were asleep. Moreover, they did not wake up when he went up to them. So he stepped over them, climbed the fence, and got safely into the garden. (laughs) So all those preparations, not a problem whatsoever. I want want this whole story to just be like, every obstacle, actually not an obstacle. (laughs) There's no problem here. There, 
In the very middle of it stood the tree of life, mm -hmm. and the red apples were shining upon the branches. He climbed up the trunk to the top, and as he was about to reach for the apple, he saw a ring hanging before it. But he thrust his hand through, uh, through that without any difficulty and gathered the apple. Yeah. The ring closed tightly on his uh... arm, and all at once he felt a prodigious strength flowing through his veins. When he had come down again from the tree with the apple, he would not climb over the fences, but grasp the great gate, and had no need to shake it more than once before it sprang open with a loud crash. Cool, so he got like a little bracelet of strength. He got a brace, a gauntlet that gives you superhuman strength. Yeah. Nothing about what that giant has said has been bad or evil or wrong in any way. No. Then he went out, and the lion which had been lying down before was awake and sprang after him. Oh, so before it was just a beast, now it's a lion. Yeah, but not in rage and fierceness, <laughs> but following him humbly as its master. So, this guy has fear of nothing, but also, he has literally nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> also, the animals that were supposed to be protecting it, he showed up, and that lion was like, oh no, I'm with this guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of here. He got a new sidekick that's a lion. Yeah, a, a fucking lion, right. David. The king's son took the took the giant the apple he had promised him and said, See, I have brought it without difficulty. The giant was glad that his desire had uh, had been so satisfied, uh, uh, hastened to his bride and gave her apple for which he uh, she had wished. She was beautiful and wise maiden, and she did not see the ring on his arm and said, I shall never believe that you have brought the apple until I see the ring on your arm. Oh, okay. I also don't know how big this lady is. Oh, is she a giant lady or is, is she, she just a lady? It yeah. doesn't say. And also, <clears throat> she says she wants to see the ring around your arm. So, like, how big is this giant? I feel like this giant is, like, six foot two. Like, I don't know how big of a giant he is. Well, remember, like, Goliath was, like, nine feet, nine All and right. a half feet. Let's assume he's also a Nephilim and put him around eight feet, nine feet. Great. The giant said, I have nothing to do but go home and fetch it. And, though it would be easy to take away by force from the weak man what he would not give of his own free will, he therefore demanded the ring from him, but the king's son refused it. Mm -hmm. uh, Where the apple is, the ring must be also, said the giant. Oh, I have to say that like the giant. Okay. Where the apple is, the ring must be also, said the giant. <laughs> if you will not give it of your own accord, you must fight with me for it. They wrestled with each other for a long time, but the giant could not get the better of the king's son. He's got strength now. Who was strengthened by the magical power of the ring. Yeah. Then the giant thought of a, a strategy and said, I have got I have got warm with fighting, and so have you. We will bathe in the river and cool ourselves before we begin again. Mm. The king's son, who knew nothing of falsehood, went with, went with him <laughs> to the water, pulled off his clothes, the ring also from his arm, and sprang oh, into the river. Okay, dude. The giant instantly snatched the ring and ran away with it. But the lion, which had observed the theft, yeah. pursued the giant, tore the ring out of his hand, and brought it back to his master. Then the giant placed himself behind an oak tree, and while the king's son was busy putting on his clothes again, surprised him and, and put both of his eyes out. Whoa, okay, a lot to unpack in all of that. Yeah. Before we get to the end, yeah. this took a quick turn. 
when the lion was carrying the ring back to the king's son. Was he like a super he yeah. was he like a super strong lion? Was he lion? like a super strong lion? Yeah, was he like I don't know, that's a great was he like Put the ring around the lion's tail and like let him just go to town. Ooh, that's a great idea. I also uh, I wonder. I just picture him like carrying it in his mouth like a dog, like a dog. Yeah, 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 yeah that's my yeah. picture too. Okay. Also, but then also, <laughs> it says it surprised him and put both of his eyes out. Yeah, I picture the giant just like grabbed his eyes. Yes, yeah. it was so, just like oh. I think of it like. You know that episode of Game of Thrones when the mountain kills... Spoiler! 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 Like, four years ago. Oh, okay, okay, okay. In, like, the middle of the show... Yeah. When the mountain, like, squeezes that guy's face like a, like a, like a grape. I think it's the Prince of Dorne, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was trying not to get spoilers! Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler! the mountain kills that guy, and you can be like, oh, there's... Uh, in the new episode... Real talk spoilers now. A few moments later... But he breaks loose of his special attack. Yes, it's a season full of callbacks. Yeah, it? I know, right? And now the unhappy Kingston stood there and was blind and knew not uh, and not how to help himself. Then the giant came back to him, took him by by the hand as if he were someone who wanted to guide him, and led him to the top of a high rock. Damn. There, he left him standing and thought, just two steps more and he will fall down and kill himself. And I can take the ring from him. But the faithful lion had not deserted his master. <laughs> it, it, held, it held him fast by his clothes and drew him gradually back again. So the giant is sort of doing like a, like an episode of like Wile E. Coyote. Kind of. It's interesting that he wants to like, he wants the guy to die so he can take the ring off of him. He's blinded him. He could probably just like snap his neck at this yeah. point. No, right? But he has to like make it look like an accident so there's like no blood on his Maybe ass. he just, yeah, exactly. Maybe he just doesn't want the guilt of like, I murdered a guy for the thing. No, he killed himself and then I took the thing. I was not responsible for his death. Yes, I gouged his eyeballs out with my thumbs, but that is things that many men do. It's a giant thing. It's, it's a, giant a giant thing. Maybe it is. Maybe like when giants like go like, oh, there's something, there's something on your chin. Let me get that off. And they're like, oh my eye. Yeah. Like maybe he, uh, maybe instead of like poking his eyes out, he just like thwapped them on the back of the head and they popped right out. It says that both of his eyes came out, so maybe that wasn't a deal. He, like, <laughs> they're dangling. He's like, oh shit, all I see is the ground. <laughs> when the giant came and wanted to rob the dead man, he saw that his cunning had been in vain. Is there no way then of destroying a weak child of a man like that? Uh, said he angrily to himself and seized the king's son and led him back again to the precipice by another way. But the lion, which saw his evil design, helped his master out of danger here also. When uh, when they had gone close to the edge, the giant let the, blind, uh, let the blind man's hand drop and was going to leave him behind alone. But the lion pushed the giant so that he had thrown down and, fought and fell, dashed to pieces on the ground. Whoa. Yeah. So, like... The giant was made of glass? Like, well, if you fall from a, a far enough height, you, you'd be dashed along the ground, too. You would explode. You wouldn't, like, dash no, to you, pieces. No, think about it. You, you think his eyeballs popped out? From a thing, you hit the ground, and you kind of, like, bounce and skid. And oh, sort of, okay, never mind. I didn't think of it like that. <laughs> the faithful animal again, uh, again drew his master back from the precipice and guided him to a tree by which flowed a clear brook. The king's son sat down there, but the lion lay down and sprinkled the water in his face with his paws. 
Scarcely had a couple of drops wetted the sockets of his eyes than he was once more able to see something what? and observed a little bird flying quite close by, which wounded itself against the trunk of a tree. Oh, a lot's happening. On this, it went down to the water, bathed itself, and then it soared upwards and swept and swept between the trees without touching them, as if it recovered its sight again. Yeah. Then the king's son recognized a sign from God and stopped down to the water, washed and bathed his face in it, and when he arose, he he had his eyes once more, brighter and clearer than they had ever been. Okay, so there's healing water. Yeah, that's sent by God. Well, it is a sign by God. <laughs> also, I just want <laughs> How to... How did he see the bird if he didn't have his eyes back? So the lion, like, dripped... The lion so put, water... put, some, put some droplets in his eyes, and he was like, oh... Oh, oh, oh. But then he had like half eyes. Yeah, like, yeah, he had like little tiny <laughs> And he sees the bird and it like slams into a tree. Right, like what a just dumb kamikaze bird. into a tree. <laughs> falls into the river, like does a little bird bath, a little like and then is totally healed again. So with his limited eyesight, he yeah. like bathes himself and yeah. is completely fine. Yeah, no, I got that. It just I was wondering like how it worked. Like, did he have like little half eyes or something? Yeah, like his eyes dangling. He like because well, like, he, like, it up he a put the bit. drops in and then said he could kind of see and then he washed his face and then had his eyes back. Yeah. So it was yeah. like, well, then what did he have before he had his eyes back? The king's son thanked God for his great mercy and traveled with his line onwards through the world. So God did it. Yeah. Also, this is the first time in a fairy tale God has been mentioned, yeah. thanked, and guess what? It's very real. His treasures are real. They're just <laughs> behind a valley and a tree yeah. and like a desert, and then like you can get there. Yeah. Bible stuff. And it came to pass, a very Bible thing, and it came to pass that he arrived before a castle which was enchanted. Oh. In the gateway stood a maiden of beautiful form and fine face, but she was but she was quite black. Well, uh, what? I I think it's like I don't think it means like an African person. I think it means like a shadowy like up like a blackness is upon her. I don't know about that. I think it's I think it's the other one. I think it's the other one. But let's see if your it's... tones of race make any more appearances. I, wow. She was quite black. She spoke to him and said, "Ah, if you could but deliver me from the evil spell which is thrown over me, what shall I do?" said the king's son. The maiden answered, <laughs> You must pass three nights in the great hall of this enchanted castle, but you must let no fear enter your heart. Oh, well. When they are doing their worst to torment you, if you bear it without letting a sound escape you, I shall be free. Your life they dare not take. Interesting. Yeah. So it's well, this is going to be fine. Yeah, he like clearly has the <laughs> skills to do this. And worse comes to worse, he can just go back to that river. Also, I'm thinking about it as like an evil curse now for her. Yeah. And like I'm imagining her in like grayscale. Like the world is in color, but she's in grayscale. I, yeah, I picture her like, like a, like when you play with the color on your TV and you just like took, yeah. like, took, it, like took the, the brightness and contrast like just way down. all the way down, but <laughs> just on her. Interesting. Then said the king's son. Still though. I don't like how it was worded, and I don't trust it. Then said the king's son, I have no fear. With God's help, I will try it. So he went ga he went gaily into the castle, and when well, it... Well, that can't be with God's help. Yeah, I guess so. It's different. <laughs> this one's okay. And when it drew dark, he seated himself in a large hall and waited. Everything was quiet. However, till midnight, when all at once a great... Uh, a great tumult began. Mm -hmm. And out of every hole... <laughs> so, what, David? 
What is it? The tumult. Tumult? Yeah. I didn't Google these words. Like a tumultuous... I, I fucked up. I know? didn't Google any of these tumult. words. I was busy. I took... I, had a, I, I, I was busy running errands before the hey, show. You, you I, had to take, I had to take a shower. I felt very <laughs> unclean. I, I, had, I had a bowel movement and I wasn't happy <laughs> I with know, my body. I, I had to take a shower. I I'm just apologize. saying. What did you... I, I can't even remember what you said that I word. don't want to remember it either. Tumulant. And out of every hole and corner came little devils. Oh, yeah, you were right. <laughs> they behaved it. Uh, they behaved it. They behaved as if they did not also, see him. They behaved. Fuck man. you. Uh, seated themselves in the middle of the room, lighted a fire, and began to gamble. Oh boy, what fun little devils! Yeah, that's what they like to do. I wonder what game they're playing. Like dice. Yeah, like, well, yeah, clearly. But just like, like, like if you roll like good dice, you win. If you roll bad dice, you lose money. And if you roll other dice, you get like punched in the face. Great, like, great. That's the devil thing. Uh, when one of them lost, he said, "It is not right. Someone is here who does not belong to us. It is his fault that I am losing." Interesting. Wait, you fellow behind the stove. I am coming," said another. The screaming became still louder, so that no, uh, so that no one could have heard it without terror. The king's son stayed sitting quite, quite quietly and was not afraid. But at last the devils jumped up from the ground and fell on him. There were so many of them that he could not defend himself from them. They dragged him about the floor, pinched him, pricked him, beat him, and tormented him. Oh boy. But no sound escaped from him. So not only does he not feel fear, he doesn't feel pain. He does, no, he does feel those things, but he like isn't afraid. Yeah. Right? Also... The fact that he can't talk, I think this might be the Scientology god. Do you know anything about Scientology? Not really. In Scientology, they have like lots of exercises where you do things where you like don't speak and like like sit quietly and like stare at a wall and then like if you don't blink, you like pass that first test. And then there's also like fuck that. They I make, like blinking. Yeah, they make women like give birth quietly. Like you're not supposed to like make any noise and stuff like but that. But they can, can they blink? Yeah, I think they can blink at that, but they're not allowed to make any noises. Towards morning, they disappeared, and he was so exhausted that he could scarcely move his limbs. When day dawned and, and the black maiden came to him, she bore in her hand a little bottle that held the water of life, which she had washed him. And he at once felt all the pain depart, and new strength flow through his veins. She said, You have held out successfully for one night, but two more lie before you. Nice. Then she went away again, and as she was going, he observed her feet had become white okay uh i i trust this less again so uh, she's is... a little bit better she was all black before and black is bad but now her feet are just a little bit white i really don't so, like... like goodness is coming back into her <laughs> this feels dirty <laughs> the next night the net the devils came and began their gambling anew they fell on the king's son and beat him much more severely than the night before okay. until his body was covered with wounds but as he bore all quietly they were forced to leave him and when dawn appeared the maiden came and healed him with the water of life and when she went away he saw with joy that she had already become white to the tips of her fingers so now she's even more white. Because remember, white is good, right. black is bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's bullshit. Also, he found the Fountain of Youth. Like, the Fountain of Youth is just like... That river? Oh, is a yeah. fucking river yeah. that just is, like, inexhaustible. Maybe it's the river from Raisha Ghoul. Yeah, which is the river from, like, the Garden of Eden. So maybe they're in, like, Tibet somewhere? Maybe. Isn't that where Raisha Ghoul is? I can't remember. He's in, like, those secret mountains. I'm thinking of Batman Begins, I think. Well, yeah. Where the it's blue, like Tibet. Yeah, those blue flowers are there. Yeah. 
and now he had only one more night to go through, but it was the worst. The hobgoblins came again. Is there a difference between a hobgoblin and a normal goblin? Other than the mask they wear to torment Spider-Man? <laughs> I was about to say, well, one is the son of the other. Right, right. Uh, uh, maybe? I, I don't know specifically, but now it's weird this is the hobgoblins came back when they were devils before. Right, I guess hobgoblins and devils all just are like the same like level of like... I just don't like when they use like a different word as though we knew this already. It's the same thing with the beast and the lion. It was always a lion, but they... Right, but you thought it was dogs at one point. Yeah. Question. Sidebar. Yeah. Nothing to do with this story. Love it. How did the hob... How did the goblin... The... The goblin in Spider-Man turned into, like, an actual fucking goblin. The green goblin? Yeah, like, eventually his mask, like, he just looks like a goblin. Not in the movie. In the movie, he was a fucking flying goblin. Oh, not that movie. But, I mean, in the comic books, like, isn't there a version that's, like, just a fucking goblin? Yeah, he, like, gets all fucked up. How? Science, man. Fuck you, that's not an answer. (laughs) (laughs) The hobgoblins came again. Are you still there? Cried they. You shall be tormented till till your breath stops. I was about to say breathe. Breath stops. They pricked him and beat him and threw him here and there and pulled him by the arms and legs as if they wanted to tear him to pieces. Oh, boy. But he bore everything and never uttered a cry. At last the devils vanished, but, but he lay fainting there and did not stir, nor could he raise his eyes to look at the maiden who came in and sprinkled and bathed him with the water of life. Mm, she's bathing him now. Well, I mean, it's probably more medicinal than anything. Oh, it's like it, one of those it might be sexy. It's like when in Daredevil. Yeah. <laughs> when he gets all beat up and, and, his, and, and his nun mom comes yeah. in. Yeah. Spoilers for season three. And, and, and his, his and, nun mom saves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, or the, or the part, wasn't there a part when, like, he, like, gets all beat up, and then, um... Uh, the nurse. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rosario Dawson. Rosario Dawson. Who, yeah. Whom I love. She, like, has to, like, clean him up and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, she's seeing him naked, but she's not, like, seeing him naked. Right, 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 right. It's right. a very, it's a very professional and, uh, he's almost dead sort of, yeah, <laughs> right, sort of setting. He's so. daredevil. His eyes never move, you know? He could just be dead. <laughs> you never know. But suddenly, he was freed from all pain and felt fresh and healthy as if he had awakened from sleep. And when he opened his eyes, he saw the maiden standing by him, snow white and fair as day. He got to marry Snow White! See, so now it specified fair as day and that makes it clear that it meant that she was just a black person. No, that's not what it means! That's what it means! That's what the story means! I think she was like a shadow person. I think she was like a dirty shadow person and now like the I'm willing to say that that's how it is but I don't think that that's what they envisioned. And now she is Snow White and pure and good. It just does, I don't like the, it's fine. (laughs) Rise, said she, and swing your sword three times over the stairs and then all will be delivered. Could he just have swung the sword over the stairs three times and skipped all of this? No, because she had to recover from being black. Oh, that's right. And when he had done this, the whole castle was released from the enchantment, and the maiden was a rich king's daughter. Oh, what? Yeah, she's a king's daughter. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. King's king's daughter, and they all get married. She's rich now. She's now a king's daughter. Everything is just in relation to... This is bullshit. It's bullshit, David. That's a bunch of bullshit. The servants came up and said that the table was already set in the great hall, and dinner served up. Then they sat down, ate and drank together, and in the evening the wedding was sodomized. No, uh, not sodomized. Wow. No, fuck you. <laughs> Solomized <laughs> with great rejoicing. I fucked up. I should have looked up these words you were beforehand. Like five words from I the was end. five fucking words from the end. But we are at the end, which means I have to end the story with the end. Oh boy, that story was so pointless. <laughs> <laughs> 
No part of that story presented a problem to him at any time. Nothing at all. All of these stories are just like the main fucking character. It, it's basically like Jedi stories, it's right? A, it's a story on rails. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, it's like a rail shooter. There's exactly, nothing bad that exactly. you can do. Your character goes into the beginning and goes in a straight line to the end. Yeah. Because the story brings them there. Also, he never changes. No. There was never an emotional arc. He was good from the beginning. Bad things happened to him, but he still prevails. Also, though, well, let's get to lessons. Okay. Lessons. What'd you learn, David? What the story wants me to learn yeah. is that white is right. No, David, don't say I'm that. I'm going to take umbrage with this story. You're allowed to take umbrage <laughs> with the story. I don't want that to be the only takeaway, though. That's, well, okay. That's a lesson that this story has tried to teach Great. me. Great. The other, uh, I suppose, is just fucking blind self-confidence, man. Absolutely. No regard to anybody else. Just fail your way upwards. Um... In this story... It is a very white person story. It's a very white person story. <laughs> I feel like in this story, you learned that uh, uh, lions are man's best friend. I guess. That lion was a super bro. Like, uh, giants are dirty fucking lying bastards. I think that I think that giant lied. I think he knew where the garden oh, was, but he was fucking like... Scared of lions or something. Yeah, just scared he of lions. He couldn't his hand through the ring. Uh, uh, I, you know, I told you recently that I was watching Steven Universe. Or I just yeah. started watching Steven Universe, and I just last night... Met the character that is Pink Lion. Okay. In that show, who's like his little sidekick friend that, like, I, I don't know, I haven't seen past that episode, but sure, sure, apparently sure. he sticks around. Okay. And that's great. So, this whole story, I was imagining Pink Lion as the Oh, lion. that's nice. That's and nice. So, if you ever watch Steven Universe, that'll be fun because he's cool. Uh, the Garden of Eden got a dope ass security yeah, system. They upgraded. But, used... but, but also a useless security system. <laughs> yeah, right. Everything what is that security? Is that how security systems go? Like, you need it until you don't The lions it. were asleep. Right. The gate was useless because yeah. you just jumped over it. Where's the angel with the fire sword? Is it there? Exactly. Where was that guy? I don't know. Right. Also, where are these magic gauntlets God put, like, They're just like by rings, the... Yeah. The rings of eternal power. Yeah. Maybe, I, I like, don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, but also that we finally had something to do with the tree of life and not the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Right. God is real. God has guarded. God, like, blesses people. Little devils are the same as hobgoblins. Absolutely, they like to gamble. They love gambling. I like gambling. Yeah, but like not like a, like, but not like. Well, I don't get to often because I don't have money. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> You're gambling with your own life, David. Hey, hey. sad. Everyone's uh, a winner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, like, uh, I feel like the the final lesson is like uh, help help ladies in trouble. What happened to the 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 betrothed of the giant. She got her apple. She doesn't believe it, but she's like fine with her <laughs> apple. She like got the one thing she wanted. My boyfriend gave me this apple and tried to marry me, and I told him to prove that he had gotten the apple. And the next thing I know, I think he jumped off a cliff. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that's how she sees and it. Shattered into pieces like yeah. glass. Like, I, I feel like you feel like it. He shattered. I don't think the story said that he shattered. He uh, was dashed upon nope, the rock. Nope. He he fell like a glass china doll and just went like broke everywhere. I dig he it. Says. I yeah, dig that's it. how I pitched, that's how I pictured it. Cool. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, a story with no consequences, just like a fun morality tale. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, I didn't like that story. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I appreciate that because, like, I feel like there's nothing wrong with this story, but in terms of, like... I feel like there's a big glaring right, well, thing wrong with the like, story. Well, I just mean, like, it's a fine story, but I mean, like, in terms <laughs> it's of our... It's not, though. It doesn't even have an arc. Like, well, there's... The, I guess the arc of the line... It is a line, series of events that happened. That line was a bad line. That line killed a bunch of people and then, like, learned to be, like, trust humans again. <laughs> oh, don't put this on... 
this is not a story arc about the lion. Maybe it's about God. Maybe it's about like God like being a good person. Oh yeah? Maybe. I and don't who, know. And who's God's ideal person? Who do you think? Well, it's a Scient- what, what might they look like? Yeah, right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it is the Scientology God, so this is all just a crazy story. Right, anyway. there you go. So there you go, David. There's another little Grimm's fairy tale for you. Wow. No consequences at all. <laughs> the best of stories. Dumb. Well, there you go. Uh, don't forget to fill out your workbooks. There were some questions you need to answer. Uh, turn that in by Monday. And thanks for joining us for another tale of no consequences. Don't forget also to follow us on the Twitters. Uh, uh, like and comment. Review these. If you can help If you can help review the show, it helps other people find it. We have uh, listeners from the United States to Greece. Those are the only two places I'm aware look, that people listen to. Only 75% of our listeners are in the United States. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I didn't have, know. I have that statistic. 75. Well, listen, to all you worldos out there, let us know some tales that we should be telling. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and that Twitter account is at the Storytime Pod. Good job. And also the email is the same at Jesus. Ruining it. Ruining it. Every fucking time. The email is thestorytimepod at gmail.com. Yeah, right. Giving all that data to Gmail. Drop us a line. Great. Or just write an email. That's probably easier. Anyway, we'll see you guys next time for another episode of Storytime. <laughs> I'm Michael Santel. That's David Miller. And we'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming round. Don't be sad. No need to frown. We'll have more stories. Don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all. And we'll see you in a bit. Uh, that did sort of feel like his like wrestling finisher move. Like I pictured the announcer be like, oh no, he's doing the head squeeze. Even as an undead marauder, you can't shake yeah, that. Yeah, you can't <laughs> shake that. <laughs>